Okay, welcome back everyone. Here we're sending out our second part back to back uh, for the first. And so we, in this shortish paragraph, Ois Gimel, Chelik Dalad, Perek, Ches, and Der Hashem. In the second half, as we see, is about Purim. And here's where we have our final get together, final installment of Der Hashem before the big day, before the big Purim. We have the Ramchal sharing not just thoughts, but the fundamentals of Purim with us. So let's see. Now, what's Purim all about? So Purim, says the Ramchal. Purim. What are the iris of Purim? What's the Orham Meir, says the Ramchal of Purim? The light that's illuminated, that's coming down from Shemaim on Purim. What's Purim about? The Yisoyed, says the Ramchal, the basic fundamentals of Purim are the following. Lenin Hatzalasim Shal Yisrael Begalas Bavel. Klai Yisrael's salvation in the Galus Bavel, in the midst of Galus, as we are in Galus. So we're in Galus, there in the Persian Empire, under Achashverish. Um, the Gemara says that we had the status of Avadim, these Makartim. Shamla Avadim, we were we were the status of Avadim, we were subservient, subordinate to to, to And yet, even in that state, Laima Astim Altim the Gemara says, applying this Pasik, Kadosh Baruch Hu saves us yet even in our state of being Avadim, enslaved subjects of Achashverish. So that's one aspect of Purim, is bringing Hashem's salvation into Golas, into Golas. Note that this is unique from all the other Yam Taivim. It's not Pesach, it's not Sukkot, it's not Hanukkah. Pesach, not bring light into Golis, Pesach is leaving Golis. He's leaving Mitzrayim. Sukkot, as we saw the other day, we're removed, we're separated from the rest of the nations. Hanukkah, we throw out the Greeks, and boom, we're, 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 we're the whole time we were in Eretz Yisrael. The whole time we have the Beis HaMikdash, we just restored the purity of the Beis HaMikdash. Purim is the one festival that occurs, that begins in Golis and ends in Golis. Begins while we are in exile and concludes while we're still in exile. When Purim's over, we're still in exile. When Purim begins we're in exile, Purim concludes we're in exile. It's unique from all the Yom Taivim, and that, that's, that's what's going on over there. That the Gemara says is why we don't say hallow on Purim. We don't say hallow. Um, for, for a number of reasons, Purim happens in Chutz Laaretz, i.e., we're still in Galus. And hallow, we say, hallow Abde Hashem. We, uh, uh, um, Halal is something we can only declare when we are now servants of God, like Pesach, like the other festivals, Ampurim, we're still Avdei Achashverish. So it's, it's very fascinating. If you think about it, there's something unique about Purim, as opposed to all the other festivals. The Purim, we begin Purim in a state of exile, we end Purim in a state of exile. How could that be? There's, there's miraculous salvation, there's a holiday. Holiday is, concludes with us still in exile. Seems a bit incongruous, but no, Fakir, to the contrary, that's the whole point of the holiday of Purim, is that there's Hatzalah even in Golis. There is the Rebbeinu Shalaylam reaching out to us, reaching out to us, and showing an interest in us, and saving us, sparing the entire nation, even in Golis, and even though we're still in Golis, even though we're still in Golis, even though we're still in a state of Anoichi, Hastir, Astir is Panai, we're in a state of Hester Panim. We're in a state of Esther. We're in a state of, of, of uh, not seeing God. God is 
concealed and not revealed. And after the Yom Tov is over as well, we're still in the state of Hastir, Astir is Panai. Hashem is in a state of concealment. Yet, yet, the whole Vart of Purim, the Yisoyed of Purim, is that even in Golis, even in Golis, even in the state of Hester Panim, even in the worst, worst of states of Hester Panim, even if it's Bahastar Shabbasaycha Hastara, the Rebind Shalalam will still provide a Hatzolo, will still provide a Hatzolo for us. That's the Vart of Purim. The first part, you can see there's a couple ideas he's going to share with us. The whole Yisoyed of Purim is that there's Hatzalah even in Golis. Even as we remain in Golis. Even as we're still going to be in Golis. There, there is that connection. There is that involvement. And there is that, that, that radiance, the iris, that are there even in Golis. That's the first Vart of Purim. Very, very, very nice idea. Very solid idea. So that's Hatzalah Shazal, big Golis bubble. And the Rechal means... Besoich Golis Bavl. So it means even in Bavl, in this Golis, we're going to be in Golis before, we're still in Golis after. Purim is not freeing us from Golis, not releasing us from Golis, it's providing Hatzalah within Golis. So that's the first idea of the Oiris that, that were there in the original Purim and that are there for us to tap into. Midei Shana Bishana, every year as that Purim comes around again, it's the idea of us saying, I, I may be in Golis, I may be in a state of Hastir, Hastir is Panai. But the Rebbeinu is right here. There's Hatzalah. There's Hatzalah. There's Revach Hatzalah. Yamid Laihudim Mimokam Acher. The Hatzalah will come and, and does come. Even in Bahastar. That's one idea. The second idea is like this. V'chazar is Kabbalah's Hatayr Shechazru V'kiblu Aleim Lo'ilam. A renewed Kabbalah's Hatayrah. A renewal of our acceptance of the Torah. A second acceptance of the Torah, Hachazara, a renewed acceptance of the Torah. Klai Yisrael on mass accepted the Torah once again on Purim. It was a national acceptance of the Torah. Um, now, one second, didn't they do that already? Didn't we already accept the Torah? Yeah. Where? Harsinai. Harsinai. That's right, Harsinai. Shavuot's time. Purim accepted the Torah. Except that it's Shavuos. So Remchal says, yes, Chazara. We did it again. Did it again. Yeah. Second time. The first time wasn't enough. Let's see. K'may Shomru Chazal. Chazal tell us, Hadr Kiblu B'meach HaShverish. Mar says in Shabbos, even though we already accepted the Torah at Harsinai in the desert, Shavuos time, we accepted it again in the times of HaShverish. That's the second aspect of Purim, is a renewed and all the details have to do line themselves up in one of these two aspects. All the details that we have: Shalachmanes, Matanas Levyanim, Mishta, Megillah, getting shikar. All the mitzvahs that we have on Purim, getting shikar. That's right, Ramosha. So why, why are we putting that last on the list? That's first on the list, right? Jesus, if you put it first on the list, you're not going to be doing Shalachmanes or Matanas Levyanim, or well, you will, but just the wrong people, you know. Um, you will, you will. Um, I remember when I was a bacher in the mirror. So, um, um, I had a roommate there who was also a bacher in the mirror, and he was sharing me a very sad with me a very sad story after after Purim. Some people have very high, happy, very happy 
stories from their formal experience. Some people have very sad stories. Some people have both. This is a person who had a very sad story. See, he... He didn't shecht anyone, did he? He didn't shecht anyone. No, no. That would have been sad for him. That would have been sad for the other fellow. We need to ask because he didn't get shechted. Um, so, so he began his drinking early in the day before he got to a pseudo. We talked about this in the Gemara when we were learning Masachas Megillah that the mitzvah of drinking is really by the meal. That's really because mm-hmm. the mitzvah of Chayvinish Levazume is a chalik, it's, it's a din in the Suda. But the um, Sadabachrim, you know, they're excited, they like to drink. So he began his drinking early in the day and he was going around the streets of Yushalayim, an American Bachar, had people to deliver Shalch Manastu. And he had one family that he ate by like every single Shabbos. And, and uh, they took very good care of him. He had a lot of appreciation to them. So he went to one of these stores in Gula. He bought like a 300 shekel shalachmanis, one of these big ungepatched platters laden with pineapples and bottles of wine and a whole, whole thing, a whole thing, you know. He'd bring very, very nice, very special, elaborate shalachmanis. The, the wrong people. And uh, so he had the shalachmanis and he knew that he was going to go to uh, this, special, this family that, that he, uh, that he um, you know, was very close with, that, that did so much chesed for him. So he... Um, I already had, you know, quite a few answers, quite a few bottles, probably quite a few bottles of wine in the system. He left the Dira, armed with the Shalchmanis, walking down the streets of Meshar, uh, of Ka'ula. Bumps into, uh, in, into a Yid over there, tired-looking Yid. Um, and he goes over to him. He's so happy, so high with the, the highness of Purim and the high, highness of all that, uh, all that alcohol. He sees... Special-looking kid walking the street walks over to him with his three hundred shekel shachmanis. He says, "Please take this. I want to give this to you. You're such a tzaddik." The guy says, "Are you sure? I, mean, I don't really know who you are. I don't know who are you? I don't think you know who I am." I don't know. Every year is a tzaddik. Every year is so special. Every year is so wonderful. He starts giving hugs and kisses. I just want to give this to you because every year is so special. Every year is so holy. Every year is such a tzaddik. You deserve this. Hashem loves you so much. And with it, just a big, such a big smile. And, and, and such enthusiasm and such a shame kite, he gave this random Jew on the street, this random shekel shalachmanis, and he stumbled in wherever he had his Purim meal. I don't know where he spent that, but he woke up the next morning with a vague, vague memory of what had happened, and, and uh, he shared the very, very sad story. He shared this, I mean, it was for that fellow, a very happy story, where it like hit the jackpot over there. But um, um, where were we going with this? It's a good story. It's a very good story. Um, let's see. It is a very good story. Uh, yeah, but we're going to win. Oh, oh, so I said. Last yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes. So I said, Ramosha said that I put drinking on the last of the mitzvahs. So I said, it better be last because if you put it first, either you won't do the mitzvahs or you'll just do them in a way that you're going to have a lot of regret. You're going to give your shalchmas, you give it to the wrong people. You're going to give your matanas levyonim, you're going to give it to the wrong people. Um, yeah, and then you may end up shechling someone also. So you, you have the, you do the mitzvah last, the mitzvah of drinking. In any case, in any case, so Ramchal says the details, all the, all the specifics that we do on Purim line themselves up along these, these, um, these uh, ideas of what Purim is all about. So he gave us two ideas of what Purim is all about. Purim is about the fact that even when Hashem is as concealed as he gets in the abject, abysmal darkness of Gullus, Excuse me. Um, year 2023. The world is so foul and polluted and so darkened. 
And before Purim, we're in Golis, and it's very possible Mashiach doesn't come, Chazashom, before Purim or on Purim. Imagine if Mashiach would come on Purim. Wow, that would be a celebration, right? But anyway, if, if we end Purim, might say Purim, Chazashom, Mashiach is still not here. We're going to go back to Golis. Yet, the whole word of Purim, the first idea is that the Iris are there even in Golis. The Hatzal is there even in Golis. Even in Golis. Fakir, Tafkin Golis. Even in the Hastir, Astir's Panai. Even the state of Esther. Iris are there. The second idea is a renewed and 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 um, um, repeated Kabbalah's Hatoira, a second acceptance of Torah. These are the two ideas of Purim, and, and, and all the mitzvahs fit under one of these two. Now, it's the second idea, as we see it, and it needs to be developed a little bit. The fact that we're doing Kabbalah Satara a second time. And the questions are manifold over here. First of all, yeah, it does come from a Gemara, but what does it mean that we're accepting the Torah a second time? Why wasn't the first time enough? Why do we have to accept the Torah a second time? Um, what, what's the, what's the uh, addendum? What's the additional elements of us accepting the Torah? Uh, a second time, we already said Nasa Vinishma, we already had Kabbalah Satoiro um, the first time around, and Shavuos at Har Sinai. Why do we need to accept the second time? What was gained by accept- accepting the second time? And has this thematic of Purim? How do we access this idea on Purim? We have to know what the idea is first. And this brings us right back to the question we asked yesterday, which was why do we skip Shavuos? Ramchal skipped Shavuos. He went from Pesach to Sukkot to Hanukkah and Purim. And then he's going to go to Rishonim Kippur. Then we're going to see the Mitzvah Shem after Purim. Rishonim Kippur. He skipped Shavuos. What about Shavuos? The, the Iris come down every Yomtev. We have to know what Pesach is about. We have to know what Shavuos is about. We have to know what Shavuos is about also. What are we channeling Shavuos time? What do we bring down Shavuos time? Ramchal skips it. Bas Epis, we asked this question yesterday. This is the cliffhanger of yesterday. So these two questions have to be put side by side. Why do we need a second Kabbalah Satar on Purim? And why is the first Kabbalah Satar Shavuos omitted from the Ramchal? He's here to give us instructions. He's here to tell us how to make the most of every Yomtev. How to bring down, once again, what's going on every single Yomtev. And let's make it, make, take a dramatic pause over here. Well, I refill my tea. Our, our whoppers, whoppers of questions over here. Each one on his own. What's the additional Kabbalah Satar and why is the first one missing? So it's like this, Rabbi Say. Everything comes together and converges on one yesoid. One idea, one basic idea. Let's start with the second question, the one from yesterday. Why is Shavu is missing? It's, it's glaring. It's consp- highly conspicuous due, due, to, due to its absence. Mamish skips over Shavu And the topic is of a mitzvah hazmanim. And, and the topic... On the subject of the seasonal mitzvahs. The Shavuos is, is a biggie, right? Shavuos is gone. It's missing. Shavuos is not here. And this do. Why is it gone? Why does he skip right over it? So we have to remind ourselves, what's the, what's the, what's the, um, what's the, um, theme of Chelek Dal to begin with? What are the Ramchal, what are the Ramchal, um, use to describe and, 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 and to tell us what, what Chelek Dal is all about and all the problem within Chelek Dal. What's the Ramchal really discussing over here? We have to remind ourselves of some basics. Ramchal is not here to give us 
a nice, nice inspirational hashkafa on um, Yom Tov. It's not, not, not like a Parsha Shir. This is not the class on, on, on uh, you know, Machshava. Not going through, through um, Shein Atayr with us. It's not the point of, of the fourth section. He very clearly entitled the fourth section with the title of, and this is the Ramchal's title, Ba'avoido, on the topic of Avoido. On the topic of Avoido. The Avoido, the, the servitude that we have incumbent upon us um, on a daily basis and on a yearly basis, on a weekly basis, on a seasonal basis. Ba'avoido. And more specifically, the Ramchal made it clear that with every yamtiv, our job on that yamtiv is not just to remember and relive the radiance, the godliness that comes down on that yamtiv, to channel the iris for that yamtiv. It's uh, to, 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 to relive it, to remember it, but rather to channel it, and we channel it specifically through action, through avoido, i.e., the mitzvahs that we do on a, ba- a daily basis are channeling the godliness, the ayahs that are coming into the world on a daily basis, recreating, redoing the 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 the, the, the mitzvahs that we do on Shabbos, the actions that we do on Shabbos, bring Shabbos back into the world. The actions that we do on every yomtiv channel the ayahs of that yomtiv into the world. So the Ramchal is not so much giving us beautiful insights into yomtiv as much as he's telling us how, what, what iris, what, what um, illuminations are coming down every specific yamtiv, and how we channel that, what we have to do to channel that. There has to be a what we have to do. What we have to do. And armed with this, if, if we look closely, this whole character, Ramchal was never really talking so much about Pesach and Sukkot as much as he was talking about Chametz and Matzah, and he was talking about sitting in the sukkah and shaking the lulav. If we look back, that's really what he was talking about. That was the focus. The focus of the first paragraph in Perches was chametz and matzah, not eating chametz and yes, eating matzah. The focus of the second paragraph was not sukkah as much as sitting in the sukkah, what that does, and shaking the lulav, what that does, because that's the whole word of chelik dalit, is avoidah, what we do, and bringing everything that God is providing down to this world, the radiance, the illumination, the iris. What do we do to bring the iris in? That's what Chelek Dal is all about. The mitzvahs that we do. So, Ram Chal had a parak where he went through daily mitzvahs. He had a parak where he went through the Shabbos mitzvahs. And he has a parak where he's going through the seasonal mitzvahs. Not yumptive as much as mitzvahs. Pesach has his mitzvahs, sure. <coughs> Sukkot has its mitzvahs, Hanukkah and Purim have their mitzvahs, Shavuos has mitzvahs, Shavuos has mitzvahs to be sure, but not for us. Shavuos' mitzvahs are in the Beis HaMikdash. The mitzvahs of Shavuos are, only show up in the Beis HaMikdash, and that's the extra carbon that they, had, they happened to bring. That's the whole entirety of Shavuos from, uh, from a mitzvah perspective, from Avoidah, from perspective of Avoidah, the whole Shavuos is about this extra carbon. They brought in Beis Hamikdash, the Shtei Alechem, the Kibzei Atzeres. That's Shavuos. That's it. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing less. As far as us, even in the times of the Beis Hamikdash, and certainly nowadays, there's no mitzvahs that we have on Shavuos. There's Minhagim, a special Minhagim that we have, right? There's Minhagim. Uh, you know, eating milchigs, staying up all night and learning. But these are Minhagim. These these aren't mitzvahs from the Torah. These these are Minhagim. Nice. Um, practices that we have, but not mitzvahs that are mandated by the Torah. 
there is, of course, the mitzvah of keeping yamtiv. We keep the yamtiv of shuas. We don't do activity on shuas. We have a meal on shuas because it's a yamtiv. But from that perspective, that's the generic yamtiv kedusha, which Ramchal actually did already describe and discuss in Perak Zayin. He talked about every time there's a yamtiv, there's a teisefes. There's an upgrade in kedusha, an upgrade in kedusha for us, an upgrade in kedusha for the world. So he really covered that already. Every yamtiv, there's an upgrade in kedusha. Shuas no, no, is no different, but the upgrade in kedusha that shuas gets out of yamtiv that we dress nicer, we make kiddush, we eat a nice meal. That um, upgrade is not unique to Shavuos. The upgrade that comes to Shavuos time is the same upgrade that we get in Sukkot and Pesach in terms of just the yumptive aspect, when we just isolate the yumptive aspect. So again, it doesn't warrant its own discussion as Shavuos because there's no unique aspect of the Shavuos meal and the Shavuos Kiddush and the Shavuos yumptive that was already covered in Perek Zayin. He discussed it in Perek Zayin. That Shayim Kiddush every yumptive. On Shavuos, we, we lane five aliyahs because there's five ascensions. But yumptive, Pesach and, and Sukkot, we also have five aliyahs. So, Shavuz is left out of this parak. Shavuz is left out of this parak because we have no specific mitzvahs. So there's nothing that we do on Shavuz. We don't have any avodah. So in terms of Shavuz oiris, for us to bring down, things for us to bring down, we don't bring down those oiris on Shavuz. We don't bring them down on Shavuz. Excuse me. We don't. I, there was a Kabbalah Satoiro. Why aren't we doing a mitzvah for Kabbalah Satoiro? We all stood by our Sinai. We said, why, why is there not a mitzvah in the Torah on Shavuos for us to bring down the Oiris, the Or HaMeir of, of Torah? We did do something on Shavuos. Meaning, let's flip the question around. Shavuos is skipped. We understand why the Ramchal skips it. We're not asking the question on the Ramchal anymore. The Ramchal makes sense. Now we're asking a question on God. As in cash on the Rebbein Shalom. Why does the Rebbein Shalom not give us any mitzvah on Shavuos? Meaning, if Hashem would give us a special mitzvah on Shavuos, if it would be a mitzvah in the Torah, Jews have to stay up all night learning because that's when they got the Torah. No, it would be here. And we have a mitzvah to stay up all night learning and that brings down the chef of the Iris of Kabbalah Satar. Give Aldik. Hashem didn't give us such a mitzvah. Hashem didn't give us any mitzvah on Shavuos. And therefore, it skipped over in this paragraph, in, in this paragraph, because we have no avayda. Why did Hashem not give us any mitzvah on Shavuos? That's a pell of a kasha. That's a doozy of a kasha. How we understand? The Rebbeim we don't understand. Why the Rebbeim not give us any mitzvahs on Shavuos? There was Kabbalah Satoira. It's a minig. It's a minig. It's a minig. We still do it because we're Jews. Jews. We minig have the same But it's not a mitzvah daraisa. Why don't we? St- why the Rebbeim not give us any mitzvahs? The Teretz is Rabbi Say. The Rebbeim didn't give us any mitzvahs for Kabbalah Satoira because mitzvahs again there is our avoda. We're bringing things down. We're channeling. We're the pipeline for that radiance. And the Kabbalah Satoru and Shavuos is not our Kabbalah Satoru. It's a gift. It's not our Kabbalah Satoru. No, it was compelled. It wasn't a gift. Oh, it's a It was compelled. For, for, forced. It was Hashem's Kabbalah Satoru. It was the Rebbein Shalom's Kabbalah Satoru. We know that the Gemara tells us the Rebbein Shalom was Kav Alem Har Kegigis. Kashbarach who uprooted a mountain and picked it over their head. Take it or you dead. That's right. If you Makabal the Torah, Mutav, Yimlav, Shamtek, Vuraschem, um, if not, you know, I'll just let go of this mountain and let's see what happens, you know. Let's see what happens. So we remakabal the Torah. We remakabal the Torah, but it wasn't our Kabbalah Satara. It was the Rebbeinu Shalalim's. It was Akash Baruch Kabbalah Satara. He put the Torah upon us. He compelled 
Klai Yisrael to, to be Mekabal Torah. It was done through compulsion. It's Hashem's Kabbalah, not our Kabbalah. Yeah, we said Nasev and Ishma, and there's so many beautiful things we learn from Nasev and Ishma. But at the end of the day, it was a, an acceptance through compulsion, through coercion. It was the Rebbeinah's Kabbalah, not ours. And therefore, there's nothing for us to do. We don't have any mitzvahs. Mitzvahs, when we channel, when we pipe things in, we bring things down, we're doing something. That doesn't happen on Shavuos. We come to Purim, we have Hadr Kiblu Bimeyach we have a renewed Kabbalah Zatara. This is now a Kabbalah Zatara that is an independent one. That is not through coercion, not through compulsion. Klai Yisrael got up together and said, you know, it's true we were in Kabbalah Zatara thousands of years ago, but this is the right time for us to do our own independent and non-coerced, voluntary Kabbalah Zatara because we love Hashem so much and because we love being Jewish so much and because we love the Torah so much. It's Kabbal Mitoich Ahava and accepts the Torah through their own appreciation, through their own um, volition. And that's now ours. That's ours and it's ours for eternity. Yes? The danger of being wiped out by a Haman's decree or, or Hashverosh's decree penned by the Haman isn't the same as danger of being buried under the mountain? It's coercion too. No one told them, if I cared, what do you mean? Was Haman willing to spare them if he would, they would accept the Torah? He no. didn't care if they accepted no, the Torah or not. He's going to kill them nevertheless. They didn't accept the Torah because Haman was threatening them. They accepted the Torah after the threat was over. Right? Okay. By Arsinai, they accepted it under duress. They were threatened. Hashem said, accept the Torah or I'm letting go of the mountain. But by by uh, Purim, is a very, but, very different kind of acceptance. But, but all Haman wanted is to, okay, if, if they... If he didn't care if they kept the Torah, then they keep the Torah. He was... He wanted to get rid of him. That's right. It's like Hitler, you machshamay. You go back, you find someone 16 generations back, they'll kill you, right? I, I, Nothing I, to I, read, I read differently that, that someone was... If Jews have shown at that moment, said, okay, we're done, we, 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 we're not with Hashem anymore. Then the Haman would leave, leave them. No, the Gemara doesn't say. The Gemara says, "Fakir." The Haman said, "They're, they're, um, they're." Haman um, was telling Achshverosh, "Don't, don't worry about getting God angry. Don't worry about reprisals. These guys are not keeping the Torah anymore. That's why they're, they're sitting ducks. They're sitting ducks." Haman wasn't concerned about observance, non-observance. He was there to kill the Jews, and our acceptance came after the the, the salvation. There was no longer any threat. We could have walked. We could have said, "Hooray, we're 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 safe. Let's go back to our playstations." Right? We, we could have. Everyone could have done that. All right? Let's just let's go back to uh, let's go back to um, uh, the the sports games. But rather, what did they do with the salvation? Instead, they said, "Let us renew." Our acceptance of the Torah. Let's renew our commitment. Let us renew it. How did they do that? It was after. It was after, yes. How did they do that? Through Mordechai's leadership. Through no, Mordechai's leadership. Were their actions taken? Were their words? Like, how did they. Yeah, there were, there were words. There were words. Another Nasa Venishma. That, that they upgraded their acceptance. They realized, still now, we'd only accept it through compulsion, coercion, through fear. And now we accept the Torah through Ahava, through love. This is the Kabbalah Satar of Purim, and this, is, this answers all the questions, puts everything together so nicely and so beautifully. Excuse me. Um, why do we need a second acceptance of the Torah on Purim if we already accepted on Shavuos? What's the upgrade? Teret says we went from the, the not just Kabbalah Mitoch here to Kabbalah Mitoch Ahava, we went from Hashem's acceptance to our acceptance. We now have accepted the Torah. 
It's our acceptance when something's through coercion, through compulsion, it's not ours, it's Hashem's. This is now our acceptance of, 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 of the Torah. And why don't we have mitzvahs on Shavuos? But we do have mitzvahs on. But why does Shavuos not show up? Because there's no mitzvahs. This is a bad avoidum. Mitzvah means I'm bringing something down. I'm not bringing any ayers down from Kabbalah Zatar on Shavuos. Why did Hashem not give us any mitzvah on Shavuos? Because again, Hashem's, it's Hashem's Kabbalah Zatar coming in, not our, our involvement. Therefore, we don't have those, those mitzvahs to perform. On Purim, when it's our Kabbalah Zatar, we have mitzvahs to perform now, and it's done in a, a voluntary way through our own volition. And therein lies all the mitzvahs of Purim that have to do with Kabbalah Satoru. Okay, very nice. So this puts the whole Purim together. A very nice piece from the Ramchal for us to take into Purim. And Rabbi Sai Zai Gazant, Gun Shabbos, Afrael from Purim.